Hello and welcome. Um, this is uh, my podcast, and uh, I'm calling it uh, "The Rainbow Chaser: Colorful Tales from a Struggling Actor." I'm Terry Power, and I was a professional actor in Los Angeles for uh, many years. Um, as well as in New York and then in the United Kingdom, and I just really wanted to create uh, a series in which I could talk about um, some of those experiences that I had, um, the encounters that I had, some of them very colorful, and and to share them with the community of people that um, are out there who are just interested in knowing what it's really like to be a struggling actor. Especially this is around. Uh, two decades ago. Um, so, uh, without further ado, uh, I'm going to begin, um, and this is a reading from um, this uh, book that I am writing around it, which is called The Rainbow Chaser: Colorful Tales from a Struggling Actor. And the first section um, that I'm reading today is called A Dream Deferred. It was about noon on the hottest day of my life. I had left my 80-year-old grandmother, Ruth, in the passenger seat of my blue Ford Mustang. We were taking a shortcut through the center of the Mojave Desert on my final leg towards Los Angeles when the tire blew. Before that, I had experienced an automotive breakdown just outside of Santa Fe. A month earlier, as I drove across the country and made my way from Colorado up the mountain into New Mexico, the Mustang's oil pressure dropped and the engine completely died. It took over a month for it to be rebuilt by Matthew McConaughey's doppelganger mechanic. Then Ruth and I flew in from Northern California to retrieve it and complete the drive to my new home in L.A. That breakdown was the second in my pursuit to travel to Cleveland, Ohio, I mean from Cleveland, Ohio, and live chasing my dream of being an actor in the city of Angels. The blown tire would mark the third malady to befall my Mustang. As I walked barely clothed along the desert, deserted desert highway towards the nearest call box to get assistance, I pondered how it was that my trip, and subsequently my journey, to move toward my dream of being a successful actor in Hollywood was plagued with so many roadblocks. All the famous actors I knew had these poignant stories of moving with barely a dollar in their pocket to chase their dreams in Tinseltown. Never did they recount that the windshield smashed in Kansas, the engine blew in New Mexico, and that they got a flat tire in the middle of the desert on one of the hottest days on record ever. I felt particularly cursed, but I also believed that if I could make it to LA with my car in one piece, I'd have one hell of a story to tell. It had been so unbearably hot in the desert that the air conditioning in my car failed to work. Grandma and I had to douse water on our bodies and keep the windows down so as not to overheat. I had changed into my bikini thinking that would be a better choice under the conditions, but that proved to be a desert rookie mistake. As I walked in search of rescue or a phone, 
This was just before everyone had a cell phone. The Southern California sun seared my skin. I wasn't thinking about my skin though. Instead, I was concentrating on the urgency of the situation. I had an 80-year-old grandmother sitting in a boiling hot car and there was no shade, except in the vehicle, and not a living creature visibly anywhere for miles. Even the insects had retreated away from this hellscape. Equally worrying was the fact that I had no idea where we were. My only two identifying points were the last gas station we had passed 20 miles behind us and the mile markers on the highway. Then I heard a whooshing sound and I believed it was a vehicle that was approaching from off in the distance. The sound was steady and it seemed to be growing closer. I had a plan to flag the passerby down and ask for assistance. I had a spare tire buried in the trunk of my Mustang under a pile of books I was transporting to the land of dreams. So I just needed help moving the boxes and changing the tire over, especially in the searing heat. That's when I realized that it wasn't a vehicle that I was hearing pulsing towards me on the horizon, but the blood rushing through my veins. If you've never experienced heat stroke, count your blessings. That day on the highway was the first and last time I suffered heat stroke. Luckily, a lone trucker drove down our stretch of highway and found us eventually. Uh, he was an angel that just seemingly stepped out of a dusty mirage. Within a few short minutes, he had unpacked my books, pulled off the damaged tire, and replaced it with the spare one. We were back on the road, but feeling the effects of our heat stroke. I was not the only one that was suffering. Grandma refused to ever ride in my Mustang, or rather, death trap, as she liked to refer to it. <laughs> it was prophetic that she was the one riding shotgun with me into Hollywood with heat stroke that summer. After all, it was Grandma, Ruth, that took me to the theater that housed the bug that first gave me the first bite to become an actor. To be bitten by the bug is the phrase used to describe obtaining the passion to become a performer in the theater. It's a very, it's very cliche but it's a fitting metaphor. It is as though something compels you beyond reason to the point of sickness to become a successful actor. I believe this is why so many artists fail, are abused, and even disastrously end their careers and lives. The allure of fame on young, impressionable minds is palpable on every street corner, in every coffee shop, and at every audition in Los Angeles. Millions of young dreamers descend every year on the city from far-off farmlands and suburbs, in barely known corners of states you've never visited. They are all in a fever to be seen, to be discovered, to be the one that finds the pot of gold at the edge of Hollywoodland. 
but like Hollywood, it is an illusion. And we were all there, weathering storms and chasing rainbows.